Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by your local Hawaii Nissan dealers and HMAA. This is Hawaii News Now. First at four. At first at four, outraged lawmakers today demanded more answers from the governor about why his administration was surprised by exploding costs of the Maui wildfire response. While paying millions of dollars to house evacuees in hotels, senators asked why other options aren't being used and they're worried about cuts to other state services. Daryl Huff has our top story. Lawmakers are worried about cuts to schools and other services while spending millions of dollars for hotel rooms that the survivors mostly hate. They asked the governor's team why tent cities or trailers weren't considered. My question is, are we doing what they've done, what FEMA has done in other states by offering trailers and tents? Modular units are being offered. It's no, why no, can't that's you say no. yes? You don't even make the meeting go longer. Just say, if, if there's no tent and no trailer, just say no. No, Senator. Okay, well, why? Why aren't we? One is that the trailers are extremely costly. Is it more costly than $1,000 a day for a hotel? There was a decision made by the governor earlier in the event not to bring in trailers. The senators demanded to see what information the governor had to make that decision. They're frustrated over an emergency request for more than $400 million, which exploded from about $50 million when FEMA decided not to reimburse the state to house hundreds of families in hotel rooms, for which the Red Cross is charging $1,000 a day per family. Why didn't at that point the alarm bells go on and say, hey, we got to get a housing plan before this contract keeps going any higher. We and, can't afford this. And, and that did occur. We just ran out of time. Just everything was going wrong. It was moving so fast. We are highly dependent upon executing uh, the housing plan and moving people out of non-congregate sheltering. Chair. The state housing plan includes a modular home village near Lahaina Civic Center and Leali'i and other sites, rushing to be ready by July 1st. But in the meantime, the spending is already impacting public schools by about $80 million, the most of any department, with the end of the costs far from clear. So one department covered almost one-third the costs. That would be correct, yes. There are communities across the state that are going to be really significantly impacted by this, and we should have known earlier. But the fact is, we need the governor to be here to stop the bleeding before we're going to be able to really provide answers to any of these hard questions. The committee refused to endorse the governor's spending plan, including money for the One Ohana Fund for Victims, until they get more information. Until it's approved, the governor must continue to raid other departments to cover the costs. Daryl Huff, Hawaii News Now. Thank you very much, Daryl. Maui County has chosen a 20-acre site next to the central Maui landfill as the permanent dump for Lahaina's wildfire debris. The Pu'unene location is about 20 miles from the temporary dump site at Oluwalu. The county says it'll take about a year for 40,000 truckloads to transfer all the debris. Coming up at 5, Chelsea Davis has community reaction to the decision. HPD says it's recovered several stolen police items, including the HPD gun and badge that were reported missing on Tuesday. The HPD uniform, shirt, and jacket are still missing. We're told the suspect took the items from an officer's car in Kunia. A 43-year-old man was arrested for second-degree theft last night. Charges are pending.
The Honolulu Fire Department has classified the cause of a house fire on Ulana Lane in Liha as incendiary. The fire started in a bedroom just before 7.30 yesterday morning. HPD arrested an 85-year-old woman for arson. The fire caused $125,000 in damage. Haima says there is no emergency after a siren sounded in the Napili area on Maui this morning. It accidentally was activated while technicians were working in the Kahana area. Tomorrow, the monthly test of the all-hazard statewide outdoor warning siren system will take place at 11.45 a.m. Further now, let's head out to Pipeline on this leap day. What can we expect into the night? Chief Meteorologist Jennifer Robbins has a closer look. How's it, Jen? Wow, looks like a lot of fun right there. And we are going to be tracking just a few showers windward of Malka. We will be seeing on this leap day windward and Malka showers and winds. The winds are picking up to about 10 to 25 miles per hour. Some mid to high level clouds have been sweeping over us and at times blocking out the sun, but more sunshine today and it sure has been a beautiful one. Sitting in the 70s and low 80s right now, the winds remain elevated and on the calendar year and solar year, they don't match. That's why we have a leap year and falling today and it happens every four years. So just wanted to wish you and your family a very happy leap day and I hope you're having a great evening. Let's check in with Jonathan and first alert. Well, we're going to first of all take a look at the windward commute because we have a few hot spots to tell you about. Looking really nice right now at Jack Lane and Polly if you're heading over the Ko'olau right now. First of all, I want to tell you about an accident that has just been cleared off. This is on the Polly Highway just before the Council Junction, right before the Kapa'a Quarry Road. There was a report of a vehicle blocking the right lane, but that has since been cleared up. You see a little bit of red right there right now causing some of the backlog. Uh, no problems in Waimanalo and Enchanted Lake, so let's go over to the Kane'ohe side. Two accidents to tell you about, one at Like Like and Anoe Road, and then second at Haiku Road and Heia Street. So so the commute is not too bad going into the Waiahole area. Your commute times are going to look like this for today to Kailua 29, 36 to Kahalu'u, and about 36 via the H Street to Kaneohe. First alert traffic on Hawaii News Now. Mark and Ash, back to you. Thank you, Jonathan. A political showdown along the U.S.-Mexico border today. President Biden and former President Donald Trump are in Texas less than a week before Super Tuesday primaries. Jay Gray has more. For the rest of the country, conditions along the southern border are a crisis. But here in South Texas, illegal crossings, crowds of tens of thousands forcing bridges to close, fences, razor wire, and migrant families spilling from makeshift tents have become a way of life. It's just overwhelming. President Biden meeting with border agents and local leaders in Brownsville, looking to turn up pressure on congressional Republicans who refused to take up a measure that would provide over $20 billion for security, along with additional manpower and resources along the border. And they desperately need more resources, need more agents, more officers, more judges, more equipment in order to secure our border. Just up the Rio Grande River in Eagle Pass, Former President Trump sticking to what's been a major focus on the campaign trail, what he's labeled the administration's failed open border policies. But this is a Joe Biden invasion. This is a Biden invasion over the past three years. The southern border, clearly a crossroads, literally between the United States and Mexico, and now it seems politically between what could be a winner loss come November. Now, the Biden administration did get an immigration win today, a federal judge blocking a Texas law that would have given police broad powers to arrest anyone suspected of entering the country illegally. 
In Brownsville, Jay Gray, Hawaii News Now. The wildfire ripping through the Texas panhandle is now the largest in the state's history. At least two people have died and flames are threatening to destroy more homes and cattle. The fire began on Monday and has devoured more than a million acres with plenty of fuel to keep going. No word yet on what sparked the blaze. City leaders implement a new initiative to combat climate change. The recently approved strategy ahead on First at Four, Howard. Mark what China and the U.S. agree on. More flights between the two countries. And the January tourism report is also just ahead. The Dow rose 47 points today. You're getting your news first at four, and we'll all be right back. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now. With the planting of a monkey pot tree, city leaders celebrated the implementation of a revitalized effort to combat climate change. The city council recently approved the Climate Ready O'ahu Plan, which will be used as a guidebook for climate-oriented policy throughout Honolulu. It outlines a number of key issues, including sea level rise, extreme heat, and flash flooding. This problem started before us and is going to be around after us. And the best thing we can do in the process and in the meantime, while we're in office, is to fight like hell and do everything we possibly can. But we know we need to continue to prepare for those risks into the future. And the science is available within the document. It shows different time horizons for different risks. And for us, we need to break down and understand those risks because then it empowers us about the steps that we can and must take. The city will also be resurfacing the park's basketball court later this fall. The decommissioning of the UH Hokukea Observatory on the summit of Mauna Kea is set to begin in March. We're told it will take about five months for crews to remove the observatory and generator buildings and other infrastructure. The deconstruction and site restoration of the California Institute of Technology Submillimeter Observatory is expected to be done by the fall. Well, the U.S. approves more U.S. flights by Chinese airlines. Howard Dykus joins us live with the details. What can you tell us, Howard? Well, guys, the U.S. Department of Transportation has approved 50 flights a week, up from 35, starting March 31st. The next step is for Chinese carriers to apply for specific routes. Hawaii has no direct flights to or from China, despite a widespread belief here that the Chinese market has huge potential. The state report on January tourism came out today, 763,000 visitors, that was down 3.6% from last year. Spending fell more than that, 4.5%, but still topped $1.8 billion. The spending decline came on Maui, Lanai, and Oahu. Spending grew on the Big Island, Kauai, and Molokai. Hawaii commercial property sales fell 19% last year. Deal of the year, outrigger buying the Kaanapali Beach Hotel, the only foreign investment was a Japanese company buying a property on Beachwalk. Colliers thinks deal activity will pick up when the Fed lowers interest rates, and not before. Honolulu Cookie Company reopens its remodeled store inside the Hyatt Regency Waikiki. The store is twice as big now. In fact, it's Honolulu Cookie Company's biggest location now. Guys, back to you. Mahalo Nui, Howard. Well, not a new privacy concerns about the widely popular shopping platform, Timu. 
Two class action lawsuits filed against the site accused the company of failing to safeguard customers' personal data. Vicki Wynn has more. The popular discount shopping app Temu making its second Super Bowl commercial appearance. Ooh, ooh, Temu. But now all eyes are on Temu for a different reason. Two class action lawsuits allege the app has an arsenal of tools to gain access to what they call literally everything on your phone, including your contacts, camera, microphone, and more. Attorney Steve Berman represents the plaintiffs in one of the lawsuits. You're alleging that Temu is collecting text messages and photos. What proof do you have? Various experts who have studied the Temu application, and there's a wide consensus that it is the most dangerous app in America, period. In a statement to NBC News, Temu denies the allegations, writing in part, we collect information with a clear and singular purpose to provide and continually enhance our products and services for our users, adding, we only collect and use data necessary for specific, justified scenarios. The e-commerce platform has a massive reach. Temu was the world's most popular marketplace app in 2023 with 338 million downloads. I got about 12 pieces of makeup for 30-ish dollars. What? It's easy to see why it's so popular. The site offers millions of products at huge discounts. Despite the savings, Temu has faced backlash from customers, complaining about missing items and product quality. Why did I think that it would be a good idea to buy perfume off of Temu? In June, we asked Patrick Jackson with the internet security company Disconnect to analyze the Temu app. He found it was collecting more personal data than it told users, including IP addresses, which can be used to determine a shopper's location, sexual orientation and political affiliation. At that time, Temu said, we are committed to the privacy and security of our users. The information is solely for enhancing our service and we do not sell it for money. After we shared our findings, Apple told Temu to fix the app. The company said it complied. But after reanalyzing the app today, Jackson says Temu has turned on certificate pinning, which makes it harder for researchers to see what kind of data the app is collecting. And they've updated their privacy nutrition label, acknowledging they now collect precise locations. Jackson says that's detailed enough to tell within 15 feet of where you are. It collects the most personal data of any app on the marketplace. And people don't know that they're at risk. More news ahead, but first look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. Hawaii's congressional delegation is pushing for action as critical agreements with the Pacific Islands are on track to expire this year. Mahalia well, Richardson has the top story at 4.30, plus this from Washington. Israeli troops are accused of opening fire on civilians in Gaza waiting for food. I'm Skyler Henry in Washington with the investigation as calls for a ceasefire continue to ramp up. And time is ticking to vote for the Honolulu Zoo as the best in America. A closer look at the zoo's efforts to protect endangered species at 4.30. Don't go anywhere. Jen and Jonathan, after the break. This podcast is sponsored by your local Hawaii Nissan dealers and HMAA. We're passionate about your health. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah. That's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.